So you're wearing a mask. I am. Because, uh, just go oh, ahead and tell yes, me what you Yes, because we are at the art market in Bentonville, Arkansas. And um, as you can see, there are a lot of vendors around here. My husband, Steve, and myself are two of them. And it is a requirement to wear these masks. So uh, you are a career artist and have been for how long? Well, professionally since 2005. And by professionally, I mean that is my income. Yeah. So what was it that triggered you to make that decision? Well, I'd always done art on the side. My previous life, I was a speech pathologist and a teacher. And um, I'd always done art on the side. And my husband had started doing art. And we were able to hook up with some great interior designers for some industrial projects. And that was the catalyst that they started liking our abstract work, like what we've got here. So I thought, well, I'm going to give this a try. I'd always wanted to do it. I'd done it. And I was ready just to, and our children were grown. Mm -hmm. So since 2005, that's what I've been doing. It is my passion. And that's what I did in my spare time anyway. Yep. And now I do it all the time. So that's awesome. So yes. Um, with your previous job, were you able to uh, create enough savings to create sort of a safety net so that you would be more comfortable transitioning into full-time art? We were. The first person to transition was my husband, Steve Griffith, and he's pretty well known from coast to coast. He's, uh, he, uh, had, he was a psychotherapist and he uh, created art as a hobby mm -hmm. and he also used art therapy with all of his clients that are in many of his different venues and um, he started many of his uh, colleagues said you really should do this and this is what he wanted to do in the first place he started out as an art major people said you can't make a living at that yeah so and logically, he, he did do uh, great psychotherapy for a long time. And, and then he thought, well, I'm going to try this. And um, he thought, if I can sell enough art to match my salary, then I'll stick with it. If not, there's pl plenty of need for other psychotherapists. Yeah. Even to this day. So um, after that, I, I started helping him. and the rest is pretty much history so so uh, so yes to answer your question specifically yes we had a pool of money that we had saved mm -hmm. also to be clear we had jobs to fall back on many it, because yeah. we have degrees that are are in, very in demand in demand yes but this is what we wanted to do yeah so so um, did you find it hard at first to make this a an effective living? Well, it it we weren't instant sensations, so to speak. But in 2000, just uh, immediately, Steve was in a gallery on South Main in Memphis, Arkansas, and again we had interior designers that were sort of having new projects come their come our way. So. 
things got off to a really good start. So, and then when people saw his work, they started asking him to be in their galleries. This is in Hot Springs in Little Rock in this state of Arkansas. Mm -hmm. And then um, in 2005, I was able to join him and with the help of some interior designers and some businesses, we were able to go ahead and go forth. It is a lot of work, but, but yes, it's been, we've never had to go back to our other positions so far. <laughs> so far. That's awesome. I mean, you've been at it for a long time. So. We have. It's a lot of work, but we, there's something, I'm not quoting it exactly, that says that if you do what you love, you're never working. Yeah. You both had very, very people-centered jobs before this. You were both very centered on helping people through your jobs. Yes. Do you see your art as helping people? I believe that it does because I think that people are very particular about what they want mm -hmm. and they buy something that speaks to them. So we do what they call commissions. If there's a specific something that some or a place or um, a scene with a family or a pet, we do those things specifically, but we travel from coast to coast with our art mobile. Uh, and create things and most people can say oh I've been there oh yes I've been there I've been to that beach or I've been to uh, the uh, I've been to Manhattan or Times Square or I've been to Maine so to answer that question yes I think it does I think it spreads happiness yeah and uh, we could definitely use more of that <laughs> definitely absolutely yes so, is there anything you would say to people who are considering in a full-time art career? Well, I would say that anything that you put all of your passion, it's a lot of work. I think anything, there's nothing that's just easy. Mm -hmm. Everything is a lot of work. And everything looks easier than, than it is. I think some people say, wow, I would love to be an actor or an actress. Um, there's one of our favorite shows that have made us laugh is The Big Bang Theory. So we hated to see that come to a conclusion. And then we watched the outtakes of it where, oh my gosh, it, it takes an entire week to get um, 20 minutes worth of, of, a, of a skit for mm -hmm. it. So there's a lot of memorization and things. So there's usually a whole lot of things that look easier than they are. So I would say follow your passion, but you have to eat in the meantime. So. Yeah. So it's good to have a backup. It is. And to be honest, to be perfectly honest, for us, uh, we don't have formal art degrees. Not myself, not my husband. My degree was in speech pathology and special education, and my husband's was in uh, counseling psychology. Mm -hmm. And he also taught on the college level. So, um, you know, we've had backup degrees. And of our four kids, we encourage them to get degrees. Yeah. And then kind of work your way into it. So. Yeah. So that makes a lot of sense. Yes, it does. But do what you do what makes you happy. And if you find that you're doing art in your spare time, then there's the chance that you may want to do it all the time. 
And you may want to become so successful that someone, I'm not so successful that I have a brush cleaner yet. <laughs> I have to do all my own cleanup. We, we're not that successful. Yeah. So. And art's a messy hobby. For it sure. is a messy hobby. For tidy people, it, it's very, if you're a little bit OCD, mm -hmm. it's a little bit. <laughs> but anyway, I think it spreads joy and happiness. So it does for me. And I'm assuming when people pay me money for art, it is for them. Yeah. So is there anything else you'd like to add? Um, other than, I think you should always just stick to what you do and, and do what you love as much as possible while yeah. maintaining money at the same time. Yeah. So anyway. Sounds good. Thank you. Your peace out. See if I can talk to your uh, husband. <laughs> You transitioned into a full-time art career, and from what she said, you were the first of the two of you to do it. So, what inspired you to make the change? Uh, well, I think you know, you're kind of born an artist. I've always done artwork of some type or another, and uh, I started college as an art major, and that lasted uh, a couple of semesters or whatever, and I. It, that kind of didn't work for me. Uh, I got into with some art professors that uh, I think wanted you to paint their vision or create their mm -hmm. vision rather than encouraging your own. Yeah. And then uh, it's also very discouraging because everyone said you can't make a living as an artist. So uh, yeah, I swapped off to something else. I moved to the psychology field and uh, uh, I like that. It's very interesting. And so I, I ended up, I have about eight and a half years into psychology uh, education, and uh, and then I worked for almost 15 years as a, as a psychotherapist, and I got just burnt out doing it, just depressed yeah. or whatever, so I, I naturally uh, went back to what I, I liked and started doing artwork, uh, and was, I was very fortunate to get into a, a gallery pretty quickly when I, once I started. And uh, that started selling my work, and so I was able to make a career jump there, whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I think psychotherapy is one of those careers that tends to burn people out rather frequently. Yeah, it, it really can, especially if you're really into it. You yeah. Know, if you, uh, and I put everything I have into whatever I do, and I think that uh, <laughs> I think that uh, ended up not being that good for, the, for that particular field. So. Yeah. So, uh, when you would you say that you regretted uh, entering college as an art major? Uh, no, no, not at all. Uh, you know, I was it was informative and uh, it it gave me some basic principles. You know, I took mm -hmm. like drawing classes and things like that 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 you know helped with perspective and that sort of thing. So yeah. that that all it was worth it. Uh, but uh, to spent two or three more years trying to get an art degree probably wasn't wasn't for me yeah <laughs> yeah yeah you can teach techniques but you can't really teach art yeah yeah so I uh, worked well for some folks didn't seem to work for me so yeah so did you have a hard time shaking off all those pe all those times people had told you that you can't make art into a career uh, it took a little while it, it, uh, Fortunately, the, the first year I closed my uh, I closed my practice, 
actually made more money selling art than I made in my practice that year. I had a really good year. The second year after that, took a nosedive and had me thinking maybe that wasn't a great decision or whatever, but uh, it took a while to kind of get it balanced out or whatever. So, uh, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, not too many regrets really of, of any kind. That's awesome. Do you ever miss being a psychotherapist? Uh, ever so often, and about the time that I think, hey, maybe I'd like to uh, open my practice back up or whatever, I get a telephone call, usually from a relative or somebody, and after about an hour of listening to <laughs> then I realize why I don't do that anymore. <laughs> so, uh, what would you say to somebody who's considering a full-time art career? Uh, to believe in, believe in yourself. Uh, don't don't let anybody else tell you what you can or can't do. I've, I've lived off a of paintbrush for over 20 years now, and uh, I've, I've made a, you know, a, a nice living, and I've been all over the United States, created art anywhere you can be. I've met unbelievable people from presidents down to uh, uh, celebrities, musicians, sports stars that have bought you know, artwork or whatever. So uh, if you... Uh, you can create from uh, put your own passion onto the canvas, then uh, it'll find it'll find a connection with someone. There's no doubt about it. So uh, it's, uh, some things are easier to sell than others, mm -hmm. but uh, I do some of almost every kind of art. I do a lot of impressionism, uh, but I also do a lot of uh, abstraction. Or whatever. I can abstract behind these, uh, one of my pieces or whatever abstract pieces. So I get to paint a lot of what I like to paint. I also paint some of what I'm pretty sure I can sell yeah. <laughs> the next week uh, to keep paying the bills. So, yeah, I'm yeah. sure you have to do that sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Do you ever get burnt out doing art, especially when you feel like you have to do art because it is your living? Uh, sometimes. Uh, there's uh, always things to do. So if I lose the inspiration to create from a create from a, a point of passion, uh, there's lots of other things to do. I stretch canvas, uh, frame up art. There's a lot of other things to do uh, other than just just painting every day. So I I try to never pick up a paintbrush unless I feel in, inspired to do so. Okay. And I've learned that over the years. Uh, uh, spent some time wasting a lot of paint. Uh, <laughs> with things that just didn't work and I really didn't have my, my heart and soul into it or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's hard to make a painting work if you just don't have... Yeah. Yeah. yeah it really is. Uh, so, basically, if you're getting burned out, change it up. Yeah, change it up. Well, we travel. We go somewhere. We uh, find, find new inspiration, you know, whatever. So, uh, um, we uh, travel all over the United States. Uh, I don't know if uh, Vivian told you, but uh, we have a toy hauler uh, travel trailer. And so the back is designed to haul motorcycles or four wheelers or something. We don't have any of those. We just made it into a mobile studio. So we literally take it all over the United States and uh, we can set up and create artwork anywhere that we're at. So, that sounds amazing. Yeah. So. Uh, if you travel around enough, nature will inspire you. You know, we've been asked, is it, is your work inspired by nature, or does nature inspire? You know, so certainly, you know, there's 
even abstractions, you're looking at color combinations. There's, there's somewhere, somewhere out there that all the all the colors come from, all the ideas come from. Yeah. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Uh, art's a wonderful thing. I think it's a basic connection with uh, human beings down at a core level. And, uh, you know, uh, my encouragement for kids or whatever is uh, don't let, let anyone ever tell you, you know, not what you can't do. You yeah. Know, so, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of Something Meaningful. I firmly believe that what I do helps both those I talk to and those who listen to the podcast or watch the videos. You can help me improve my content and reach more people by donating on my Patreon at Something Meaningful Show on my Anchor account, by subscribing to my YouTube channel, and by sharing this with your friends. With your help, I want to get this to as many ears as possible. Help someone have a good day and have a good day yourself.